Hello. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm Kirsten. I'm, I'm Joshua. Josh, shut up. Dude, I've been doing your spot for so fucking long, I forgot what it's like <laughs> to have you here. I'm Kyla. And I'm Joshua. And this is the place. weird and suspicious... I... <laughs> and this is the weird and suspicious. That's weird. That's suspicious. Why are you drinking White Claw, Josh? What do you mean? Because it's the law. Exactly. I've been up. I had. I did so much today. I kind of hate myself for how much I did today. Um. Why'd you do that? Wait, what? Why, why did, did you, you do so much? Why, why'd you do that? Uh oh, Kirsten's Wait. dying. We're losing her. Goodbye, Kirsten. Goodbye, Kirsten. Are you guys? Do I have to cut Those off our matching tattoo if you die? Yeah. No, you have, you have to, to marry it with her. That would take a wild turn. Um, why did I decide to do a lot, or what all did I do? I don't remember what you asked me. Um, I said, why did you do that? Well, because one of them was hair, like another hair and makeup job, and I wanted the money, but I also had work and therapy today, so oh, I need I just to threw that in there. Not be. <laughs> God, there's something with your eyes that are fucking me up. <laughs> She's struggling. I, it's the way the eye, the shadows are like going on her eyes. It's because I just rubbed my eyes. Okay, that's just stressing me out. It was my mascara because I just rubbed my eyes. Kyla, how's your throat? Everyone's wondering. Ugh, you told everyone. Well, um, we had to give them a reason as to why you were not here. Because I do what I want. Um, I don't know, it feels better. I It still feels like off. Like, I feel like it's still kind of like weird talking. But... Better than what it was. I'm gonna go in my therapy session and be like, yeah. The guy we do the podcast with is just like so controlling and he yells at us every day. Jesus fucking Christ, I don't yell at you. <laughs> you just need to calm down sometimes. You're like the worst person I've ever met. On God? Have you not met that many people? Have you not looked in a fucking <laughs> mirror? I swear to God. I see. Exactly. He's yelling at us already. I'm being harassed. I'm going to save these recordings and I'm going to take it into therapy and I'm going to press play. You know, I hope it works out for you. My patient thinks he's Garfield and I'm thinking of quitting my job. It says... Before you think this is a joke, 
please hear me out. I'm a newly graduated medical student in a fairly small town. I was in the middle of residency training to gain some experience and easier connections in the field, just like every other person who wanted a chance in this brutal job market. I'd been psychiatry shadowing for around two years and never had I encountered a case so unforgettable that it left me questioning if I should have just become a lab technician or some other job that's not client facing. I just bit my tongue. I've always respected patient confidentiality, believe me, but just this once, I have to make an exception and you'll see why soon. All the names have been changed to protect identities. Around three months ago, the psychiatrist I was working with gave me the opportunity to try taking on a patient of my own. We worked in a small private clinic with six other doctors in a shared building. So far, she'd always been in the room with me during appointments, so of course, I wanted to prove I was ready for the challenge. She told me it was someone who got referred from their family doctor to see a specialist, like the majority of new patients. I gave the prognosis papers a quick glance. Male, 27, delusions about identity, diagnostic impression, schizophrenia. It wasn't my first time dealing with schizophrenia before. For those who don't know, these are false beliefs that are not based in reality. For example, you think that you're being harmed or harassed. You interpret patterns in everyday objects as messages, or I guess in this case, who you even are. It was a relatively quiet day when the clinic doors swung open. Footsteps could be heard approaching the receptionist table. I spent a couple minutes gathering all the necessary paperwork and poked my head out the office. Expecting a man, a short woman with dried out brunette hair and dark circles walked in. Her brows were furrowed and her eyes filled with desperation like she was on the verge of tears. She's like, I'm his wife. And I was like, pleasure to meet you. I'm the doctor. I said, well, I shook her hand. I'm just, um, I'm not saying any of the names because all the names are fake and they're kind of like unnecessary because it's only three people. Um, Trailing in behind her was who I assumed was her husband. He was wearing a six-foot-tall mascot suit that was a splitting image of Garfield. And, like, initially I laughed, not out loud, but in my head when I saw this costume. I thought it had to be a joke. Maybe the doctor was setting me up to see if I could detect bullshit, and this was my true test of knowledge. Either way, I was intrigued. The man's orange and white fur was matted and filthy, covered in food stains, and the smell? Let's just say I felt slight regret at that moment for accepting this case. Nonetheless, I wasn't going to... like, your first actual client, and they just walk in in a Garfield suit? <laughs> like, it's like, oh yeah, I've been seeing people for, like, depression and bipolar, and like... You know, some schizophrenia where, like, there's X, Y, and Z symptoms. It's been going good, and then it's like, okay, time for your first case, and in walks Garfield. <laughs> They're like, what is my life I would immediately to? just think that there was some extreme wild case of, like, a furry situation going on. Honestly, That's probably that, what I would go to as well. Where I'm just being punked. I would think I'm just being punked. And that's what he said. He thought, like, the doctor was playing a joke on him. Which, honestly, you know, I could see, but it seems a little bit inappropriate for um, dealing with psychiatric patients. But you win some, you lose so, some. But do you think 
Now I guess that we should just all go to our next doctor's appointments in a full mascot costume. Yes. That is correct. I thought that was something we had already established. Um, (laughs) You don't usually go to yours like that? No? No. Okay. All right. Well. Kind of weird, but okay. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, anyway, so this dude's, like, just covered in food stains and smells like shit. So, he's like, wasn't my place to judge anyone. I knew firsthand that mental illness can really put you in a binge for hygiene and personal care. Um, that was part of the reason why I studied psychiatry in the first place. I wanted to help others who were in a similar position as myself. Did I just say similar? I'm literally listening to these comedy podcasts too much. Um, I smiled at the two yeah, gesturing. Yeah, that's what's making you miss rounds thing. I hate you. Like, from the bottom of my heart. Seriously. Anyway. Deep I'm, down. I'm glad you got through that It's sentence. like a burning, burning hatred for you. I didn't hear it, but I'll hear it when I edit. I smiled at the two, gesturing for them to take a seat. And I said, and you must be the husband. I asked the man in the suit as his wife lowered him into the chair with her guidance. Why do people, the woman quietly muttered, he's not talking right now, she answered, her lower lip quivering. Oh, he refused to talk ever since he started doing this. I see. I guess that's why she had come in with him. It would be a little challenging without communicating with the patient directly, but I guess it couldn't be helped. that's not my problem i said trying to reassure the wife why don't you tell me what the problem is and how it all started he said that's not a problem that's not my problem (laughs) i don't know what i'm saying um around one are you okay no because i said that's not my problem but it was supposed to say that's not a problem pop some pain pills before she happens on (laughs) you know I feel like she does that every day just for potencies. I just really need help. Low-key drug addict. (laughs) I took the rest of my Norco today. Um, Around one month ago, my husband came home and started saying he had a new identity. Garfield, I asked. Yes. The bulbs of tears around Raina's eyes grew bigger. He stopped responding to his name. I thought it was a prank at first that he and his friends were pulling on me. But it's not, right? No, he's been doing this for weeks. You've been wearing this suit for weeks? I looked at him, concerned. Raina shook her head. That's not right, I remembered. You're not talking. Wasn't Garfield able to talk, I thought? He did in some of those 3D movies years ago, but maybe that was a fever dream incorrect he only thinks in those little thought bubbles right but like (gasps) but there was they had some movies though no there's a chance that he he talks in the movies but in the original ones comic panels he's just always thinking like john talks and then right garfield just vibes and odie whatever the name is yeah doesn't doesn't have a thought in the world yeah Um, 
He won't eat or shower, she sobbed. I begged him. He said he can't do it anymore. I just want my husband back. He hasn't showered. That would explain the putrid, rotting smell radiating from him. <sighs> that was his thought. He didn't say that out loud. When was the last time he ate, I asked. Probably three weeks ago, right before his delusion started. Alrighty then. She continued, I even tried giving him lasagna. Garfield's favorite, she clarified, catching her falling tears from the sides of her sleeves. I gave her a tissue as I flipped to a new page of my binder. The thought of him living in his own filth inside that damp suit was sickening. I genuinely considered the possibility that maybe this was all an elaborate trick and this woman was an Academy Award winning actress. What would drive someone to do something like this? I asked if he had ever had any history of mental illnesses or similar behaviors, and she just said, not that I know of. I mean, we've been together five years. He has days where he's sad, but, like, nothing serious like depression. I'm the only one who overthinks, honestly. She released a tiny chuckle. I see. I looked over at Nathan, who sat as still as a statue next to her, hoping her distress would cause him to open up, but to no avail, she was right. Looking at his case file, this guy was as healthy as a horse, optimal blood sugar levels, da-da-da. I think this is partly my fault, though, she said, rubbing her temples with her palm. Her tears started to well up again. Why do you say that? I praise him a lot, and he doesn't like that. Kind of strange they didn't like being praised. Can you please elaborate? <laughs> he doesn't have a praise kink. I'm God, kind of <laughs> crazy. I thought everyone had a praise kink, you know, deep down. <laughs> I just, I just want you to know that was not my commentary. (laughs) (laughs) It's the commentary (laughs) in the writing. (laughs) It wasn't my personal opinion. (laughs) You're like, who doesn't like being praised? (laughs) That's not my personal opinion. I'm just reading this (laughs) like he was supposed to be saying (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's your personal opinion is that you're shocked that somebody doesn't want to get praised. Don't put this on me. (laughs) Anyway. I know it's weird, but he's humble and doesn't like it when people praise him. He says it's not who he is and that I'm lying to him. I see. Can you give an example? Well, sometimes if I tell him that I'm proud of him or like, you look good today, he gets angry and denies it. So I jotted that down in my binder. I don't know. I I think he thinks he's not living up to people's expectations of him. Like, he's trying to prove he's not who I think he is. But I know that's because he puts such high expectations for himself. And I don't need that. I just need him to be himself, you know? I definitely don't think this is your fault in any way. Thanks, she said quietly. In rare cases, a sudden onset of schizophrenia could happen without trauma. Besides, we need him to tell us himself and shouldn't jump to conclusions. Is there something in his life that changed one month ago that might have triggered him? Like a job change, death in the family, stuff like that? She couldn't think of anything. This was running into a dead end. Did he like to be degraded more? (laughs) No, he had a... Oh, wait, he doesn't have a praise king. That was his problem, is that he wanted to be degraded, and she keeps praising him. On God? Yeah. Kind of crazy. Yes. 
he's like, I am an animal. I want you to think of me as less. Treat me like less. Talk to me like I'm stupid. Anyway, I turned to Nathan slowly. Can you please talk to us? His head turned, but there was no nod. Only a slight grunt came out. The meshed eye holes were black and unending, perfectly concealing what was behind it. The lazy but smug facial expression of Garfield permanently plastered on his face as he turned his head. Part of me was afraid there wasn't even a person in there. I said again, your wife is very worried about you and we just want to know what's going on. Did something happen to you a month ago? Nathan slowly nodded. I I felt both excited and terrified. Can you let us know what happened? I want to help you. He slowly raised an arm towards his head, drawing small circles. Raina tensed up in her seat, as did I, trying to interpret his actions. I'm not sure what you mean. Is that a circle? He shook his head instead of patting the top of the mascot head with his hand. Your head? I asked. He nodded. My heart skipped. Is there something wrong with it? He nodded again, faster and harder. I turned back to the wife. Do you know what's wrong with his head? He went on a fishing trip with his friends about a month ago. She shifted in her seat. He slipped and hit the back of his head on some rocks, but it wasn't a serious injury. Wait, how serious was it? I asked, leaning forward in my chair. I thought it was strange she She didn't- just said not serious. It's not serious. Stop asking about it. (laughs) I thought it was strange she didn't bring this up earlier as it seemed pretty significant given the timing. Like just a bump on his scalp. It didn't bleed or anything. He's back up in minutes, according to his friends. Maybe the injury was more serious than you thought, I suggested. She paused, seeming to realize her mistake. Oh, God, you're right. That didn't even occur to me. There was only one thing I could do. I turned once again to the suited man, the lifeless black mesh staring deep into my soul, concealing any facial expressions he had. Was he content? Angry? What was he feeling right now? Can you please remove your mascot head? I asked, trying my best to sound calm despite how anxious I was becoming. I want to examine your head injury from your fishing trip. Is that all right? He shook his head. I took a deep breath and adjusted my tone. I felt like I was talking to a child. We just want to take a quick look. It will only take two minutes. You can put the head back on as soon as I'm done. He shook his head again. His wife looked at him worriedly, then back at me. Oh, how badly I wanted to yank that Garfield head off of him and tell him to snap the fuck out of it. The musty scent of the suit was now dominating the room, irritating my nose even through my mask. But a part of me was also terrified what was under there. A man who hadn't properly showered or eaten for weeks. I couldn't imagine what horrible state he would be in. What if he wasn't even the one inside there? Had she seen him without the costume on? So legally, I couldn't remove that the head. That would be creepy. If it was a completely different person. If... That was just like hanging out. Yeah. Pretending to be him. Also, Not your husband. If the smell was that bad, like through the suit, could you imagine just opening that up? Ugh. And I, I feel like that's a serious health concern. Like once it starts to smell like that, I think they're supposed to get some type of help. Like other than just talking to someone. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like, like that's, like, like, a severe... Physical medical help? Yeah. Because it seems like it can be... I mean, he hasn't eaten in weeks. Like, that's obviously not okay. She looks at him. Can you please take the mascot head off? Oh, just kidding. Um, 
I said, can you please take the mascot head off your husband? But it was more of a demand at this point. She shot me a panic look. Her hands flew to her chest in defense. I don't know if that's a good idea. Wouldn't that hurt him? I took a deep breath. I had a feeling she'd be hesitant. I know, but we can't help him this way. I'd rather someone he knows and trusts like you do it, or else we'll have to take him to the hospital, and the hospital may likely use force. Okay, that makes more sense. Also, like... What? If he, isn't that like kind of like, like waking a sleepwalker? Like, it just doesn't end well if you just are like... Like, people don't take, yeah. like, you're going crazy very well, and sometimes it, like, makes them spiral more. Yeah, I I think so, too. They probably should have, honestly, brought him to the hospital and, like, had him in restraints to take it off. As, like, horrible as that sounds, it's probably the safest way to do something like that if someone is, like, so set that they're this person. Yeah. Um... I at that at some point though I think they would just deem you unfit to make your own decisions so that they could properly care for you. Right. Yeah, that would be my assumption. So she let out a deep breath before raising her head to meet mine. Okay, she said, her voice trembling with fear. I'll do it. She stood up from her chair and placed her hands on the mascot head. I'm sorry, baby. I'm doing this because I love you. Her arms began to pull upwards, the hole for the head beginning to lift, revealing his neck. A loud crash. The next few seconds happened so fast that I barely had time to process what was happening. She let out a blood-curdling scream. He tackled her to the ground. Both of them hit the floor hard. He pinned her in place with his fur-covered hands wrapped around her throat growling, enraged. I started yelling, no, stop, I'm sorry. And dark red liquid oozed from his eye and mouth holes as he squeezed the life out of her. Raina's face jerked from side to side, avoiding the blood that spewed from the costume ma'am. I started screaming at the top of my lungs, help, someone please help. The door swung open and she started coughing violently for air. Her eyes bulged and watered, hands clawing at his grip. My legs were shaking. I pulled at him with all my strength, but he wouldn't budge. Not even five seconds later, four people came barging through the office. Two of the doctors pulled at him, yelling, get off of her. He stumbled backwards, blood spitting out of the head, grunting and snarling like a caged animal. You hold his legs, the third man shouted. One of the patients in the waiting room pinned him down onto the floor along with the two doctors. I quickly rushed to her, who was convulsing in cold sweat. Face flushed a deep red. We carried her over to an adjacent room to check vitals. Pulse was weak, but thankfully there. In the other room, he was held face down with someone holding out his limbs in place. All the remaining patients in the waiting room quickly fled from the building as sirens blared in the distance. What happened? The other doctor exclaimed as she walked into the room looking at the wife who was trembling on the exam table. Good question. What happened? I looked calm on the outside, but my heart was beating out of my chest. I was holding back my morning breakfast from regurgitating. He started choking her, was all I was able to get out as I shakily wrapped the blood pressure cuff around the poor woman laying in front of me. I don't think my first patient visit could have gone any worse than this. Are you all right? She asked. 
The doctor didn't seem angry with me, just concerned. All things considered, yes. So the police are almost there. And we carefully examined the wife's neck and breathing, although it would probably bruise in a few days. There was no damage to her windpipe to our relief. The wife curled up in fetal position on the table with her hands covering her face and just started saying no repeatedly. She cried over and over again as she rocked back and forth. She asked me for some water. At this point, I was kind of taken out of the doctor and patient situation and just trying to be friendly. Her face barely peeked from behind her hands. Well, if you need anything, just let us know. I placed a bottle of water beside her on the table and she gulped the entire bottle. In the adjacent room, four people kept an eye on Garfield until the police arrived. All the while, he struggled against people that were pinning him in place on the ground. You could still hear him grunting and growling with rage, even through two closed doors. When the front doors finally swung open, everyone breathed a sigh of relief. The police quickly retained him. Seeing Garfield in handcuffs shoved in the back of a squad car was surreal. If I saw a photo of this online, I would laugh, but this was the terrifying reality I just witnessed. Police give us their card and said... It would take some time to get back to us. They initially wanted to retain the wife, too, just for questioning. But seeing the condition she was in, they decided it'd probably be best to do it in another day. We waited three months until we finally got word of the verdict. Investigators revealed that he did indeed go on a fishing trip that day, but it wasn't with his friends. In fact, his friends thought he was out of the country because they hadn't heard from him in over a month. He was alone near the lake fishing when an unseen perpetrator caused blunt force trauma to his head. As for removing the Garfield suit, it was a strenuous ordeal. 82 stitches had to be carefully cut to remove the fursuit that was sewn directly into his skin with fishing wire. His wounds were infected with gangrene, festering with pus, including his eyes and lips that prevented him from talking. And yes, it was that man inside the suit with his skin slowly rotting away. When they searched their house, it clearly belonged to a fanatic. It was filled brim to brim with Garfield paraphernalia, plushies, dishware, toiletries, you name it. Inside one of the drawers was a marriage certificate that read Garfield and Rena Tamwood that was obviously edited. They found a closet with several mascot costumes that were identical to the one Nathan wore and the same kind of fishing wire used to attach him to the suit. That wasn't a huge surprise considering what we had just witnessed, except Raynal was the one shown in handcuffs. Her mugshot photo with her crispy brown hair and solemn expression flashed across the TV. Thinking back on their visit that day, it occurred to me that not once has she referred to her husband as Nathan. I don't think I'm going to work as a psychiatrist anymore. Also, like, do you think that she was actually schizophrenic? Like, how... Why would she bring him in? Oh, yeah, she probably was. For sure, for sure. Like, she was the psycho. Most definitely schizophrenic. But, like, so she just knocked him out and sewed it to him? Oh! So gross. 
with fishing fucking wire shit. The weirdest, like... Thing to be sewn together with. I guess it's just all she had. He was fishing. That's what they had. But it's like, it's something that she totally planned ahead, though. I'll say, was it him specifically? Or do you think if it would have been anyone fishing that was a dude that she would have, like, turned into Garfield? You know, I didn't realize that, like, she... I just realized, like, in my mind, she was still, like, her husband. Or his wife. Like, not just, like, right. a psychopath. Like, it was his wife that did it. Yeah. But no, it's just an actual random psycho. I mean, I think it'd be was it though? if your wife did it to you. Honestly? It wasn't his wife, though? I guess no, I could say random perpetrator. She just attacked him from behind when he was fishing. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that until just now. That's Crazy. Weird. That's suspicious. That's weird. What you got for us? Thank you for repeating yourself. Uh, so Did I'll be reading from my Halls wrapper. Hate you. Um, don't wait to get started. Put your game face on. Go get it. Seize the day. Impress yourself today. How many did it you sounds take? Like you're reading a bad poem. It's, 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 it's all just. It's all oh, okay. It has. Oh. Okay. I was like, that, Wait, that's a lot. Paul's rapper. Oh. Kyle was like, I don't think you're supposed to take that many at once. <laughs> He's oh, kind of mouthful of like, your Skittles. Coughing, coughing, I was doing that. Like, I was eating, like, four or five at a time. Did it help? <sighs> Not super, it? because it was my asthma acting up. Oh. So Yeah, you like, it helped it? to the extent, yeah. It helped to the extent of just, like, having liquid, basically. But the medicine was unnecessary. Are you taking allergy medicine still, Josh? Yeah, I uh, started taking it basically like when I got Has yelled at last helping? time. Yeah, I've been doing <laughs> that. Yeah, I've been doing that, and I've been actually using my inhaler like I'm supposed to. And you, got uh, yelled you know, at? my my cough. Yeah, yeah, she yelled at me. Oh, okay. You know, I'm not the one that actually starts yelling. She's the real problem in this relationship. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But okay. My story... uh, Is... The strange disappearance of the YouTube survivalist Finn Creeny, Creeny, sorry, in the Scottish Highlands. Finn disappeared March 25th of 2022, so last year, almost exactly a year ago, near Loch Naver in the Scottish Highlands in Scotland. In case you didn't know where the Scottish Highlands were. I was thinking Spain. You know, I'm glad that I, uh, I'm glad that I I cleared it out for you. Yeah, Um, I really needed that clarification. 32-year-old Finn Creek. I don't know why I keep wanting to put an L in there. 
Finn Creamy from the Tain area set out. I think at you should put an L in there. I don't like that. At 2.15 p.m. on Friday, March 25th, 2022, for a hike. He was dropped off near Loch Naver on a public road in Sutherland, Scotland, to start his planned walking route around the loch and to South Galsby. His route took him around the area between Altara and Galsby. These are all things that if you lived in Scotland, you might know, but we have no idea. Um, <laughs> we dumb. We very dumb, and geography is my weakest suit. Uh, Finn was a keen outdoorsman and survivalist who had started a YouTube channel under the name Wildcat Bushcraft in January of 2021. Um, he used the channel to showcase his survival skills in the Scottish Highlands, as well as just the beautiful scenery of the area. Several of his videos highlighted his ability to build emergency shelters and survive in sub-zero temperatures. Despite his survivalist experience, March 25th was the last day Finn was seen. Despite a large search operation, 10 months on, he remains missing with no clues at all found about his fate. Um, his wife, Lucy, said in February of 2023, when my five-year-old daughter cries at night for her father, I repeat what I've told her for almost a year. Daddy has gone on one of his adventures. I don't know what happened, but I'm doing everything I can to get answers. That's very sad. Very depressing. I'm gonna cry. Uh... The story has some similarities to another one that I've read in the past of the missing YouTuber Kenny Veach, who vanished in Sheep Mountains near Las Vegas after trying to find a mysterious M-shaped cave in 2014. I don't know if you guys remember that one at all, but uh, very weird, just like YouTuber existing in the woods disappearing. Um, I think you've mentioned it before. Yeah, I think I did read a story on it at some point in the past, but there wasn't a lot with that either. He just vanished without a trace. Um, the weather was unseasonably hot that weekend in March of 2022. Finn planned to go on one of his solo adventures in the wilderness, something that he had done many, many times. Um, he was an experienced and confident survivalist and was very at home in nature. His intended destination was about an hour's drive from his home in the countryside outside of Tain in the Scottish Highlands. He said goodbye to his wife Lucy and four-year-old daughter Luna that Friday morning and drove up to Galsby Beach Car Park around 17 miles away. So he wasn't even super far away from his family. He had left his car there, um, just planning to do the hike and then go back to his car and leave from there. Um, and a family member took him from that car park and dropped him off on the B873 road at 2.15 p.m. Um, and that's a caravan park. And this was the last definite sighting of Finn. So, you know how when you, like, go kayaking or go, um, like, an, on there's a There's, like, a drop-off spot, like, yeah. tubing. Yeah, yep. there's, like, a drop-off spot and a pickup spot. Yep, exactly. So, he parked his own car, like, he got his car set up and parked where the end of his route was going to be. 
and he had somebody else to bring him to the start so that he could just take his time and he had all of his shit that he needed at the end. Um, around 12.52, he had promised to be home about midday on Sunday to deliver Mother's Day flowers and that he had custom ordered for his wife. And according <gasps> to his wife, Ben had always I kept his promises. I can't believe he lied. On God, <laughs> I never arrived home late. Um, Finn's phone cut off at 1.47 p.m. in the village of Lairg, and no messages were sent after this. The cell phone had either been switched off, broken, or had run out of battery. Lucy said that she could see the message she had sent him early later in the, that afternoon and evening had him in red, and she had thought this was strange. As she knew, Finn would be using the phone to film his stuff for YouTube and for navigation. She didn't think too much of it at the time, as she thought he would be okay, as he always was. On Sunday evening, Lucy started panicking that Finn hadn't showed up by midday, and although it was inconvenient, she just assumed that his hike had taken longer than expected. By 6.30pm, however, she was really starting to worry. She assumed perhaps his phone had died and he couldn't get in touch. On a Monday morning, Lucy rang the school where Finn worked, um, teaching bushcraft to children. He said, I'm Finn Creaney's wife, and this is going to sound weird, but is Finn there? They told her he wasn't, and they, they went and checked the whole school, called back and confirmed that he definitely wasn't there. And so She waited she, until the next morning the next to call morning. someplace. That, I mean, like. That's kind of weird. He was supposed to be back midday and you wait until the next day. I feel like I would call. I don't know. I maybe would. It depends because, like, I would do it if, like, it was kind of, like, notorious or whatever. Like, if he, like, was like, I'll be there, like, maybe around midday. Or maybe, like, she waited until the evening and, like, fell asleep and woke up in the morning or whatever. But it is odd to me. If you call, they're just going to be like, sorry, we can't do anything. Call back tomorrow. That's, like, a common thing that police tell you. If you report someone missing the same day they're supposed to be back. Like, they're, like, waited out a day and come back to us. I guess, yeah. Unless it's, like, a kid. Exactly. Even then, sometimes they're like, maybe they ran away. Give it a week. Yeah, fuck them kids. Exactly. Lucy said, even then, I still felt ridiculous. I was sure I was overreacting, all but certain that the police would meet him on his walk and he would laugh. Like, are you for real? He's like a cat. He always lands on his feet and always comes home. But I also couldn't help but thinking, what if something has happened? Had he had an accident? And what else could he have gone on? Looking back, I think I probably went into a state of shock, unable to make sense of his absence. Again, like, it is what it is. You know, people act weird in stressful situations. Yep. Um, Finn was described as 5'11", slim build, with a light complexion and freckles on his arms and nose. He had long brown hair down to his lower back and a full beard that was short in length. Police searched between the Altara and Golsby in Sutherland with the support of an air support unit, as well as a number of partner agencies, including Mountain Rescue and the Coast Guard. 
The search lasted three to four weeks, but no signs of Finn turned up. He got eight. By but, like, no signs at all. Like, no campsite, no, like, right. anything. None no of his stuff. Points. Says there's no evidence that no Finn... rappers. Exactly. Would ever choose to go missing intentionally. And there were no signs of a mental health crisis. The business that he had launched was starting to take off, and he had a strong relationship with his family, having been together with his wife for nine years and having gotten married in 2021. Um, the family did everything possible to find Finn after the official search, including searching, ground searching on many occasions, poster campaigns, and social media appeals. But there was no genuine sighting apart from one by some bikers who believe they saw Finn around 3.45 p.m., roughly three miles down the road where he was dropped off. And they said that he seemed cheerful. Um, others have come forward and reported sightings, and none of which have matched. And I apologize. I thought that this was more of a story, but that is the end of it. It's just like he disappeared into thin air. That's ridiculous, though. Honestly, like where? So I'm just. I just feel like there would have been like something. I don't know. I feel like there would have been like at least something in the woods. Exactly. Like. That's just a lot of time to go by. What just happened? Josh so is sharing with us. I'm showing my screen of where. So he was. Basically just walking inland from where um, he was dropped off in Galsby and going to the drop-off zone. I think part of the issue is that they have no idea like what route he was planning to take. Right. But there's only so much distance between point A and point B, and it doesn't look like it's a crazy... Um... Also, like... I'm sure there was other hikers that, like, would have came across him or his body, right? Exactly. And it's, like... Or something. In between, like, that area, no matter... Like, if he got lost, like, from that hike, it's not like he had a ton, a ton of woods in either direction. Basically surrounding... It's the ocean, or not the ocean, but, like, the lake, whatever. Oh, no, it is the ocean. That looks like an ocean. It is. I was going to say, Scotland's by an ocean. <laughs> um, but it's like the ocean in one direction. And no matter where you go along this, like you run into civilization. So like yeah. if he got lost and got off path, like he might be gone for a little bit. But if he had gone straight in literally any direction, he would have run into civilization. Like it wasn't even... In the middle of nowhere, it wasn't a crazy, like, heavily woods area. I have no idea what Kyla just started saying. I'm a little bit terrified. Yeah, I don't know either. Little pig? Yeah. Little pig, little pig, let me in. Yeah. Oh, Kyla's the big bad wolf. Uh, yep. Yeah, that was my story today. Just a weird recent missing persons case. Um, still kind of active. I mean, it's been a year. Yeah, what are you seeing like, on that? I'm kind of curious. Yeah, that's not that long. 
it's my just... thing is like for someone to just disappear especially like on a, a path like that so if they did get mauled by a bear or something like that there would be blood or there would be like some of his stuff around so it's like he literally just vanished exactly and like it wasn't like any type of mountains or anything was it it was just a trail I think it was a little bit of a hilly area. Um, but, like, no, like, little, like, like, crevices or whatever he could have, like, crawled into and, like, got stuck. And then not nobody something found that you, yeah. they wouldn't have been able to find in their, like, three-week search that they did of the area. Right. Or at least not something that you would think would go un- unfound in that amount of time. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that's wild. It's wild that it's, like, so recent, too. Honestly. And it's just, like, because you think, like, in today's day and age of technology and, like, the ability to search and all of that kind of stuff that people wouldn't go missing as often, but it's still a possibility and still something that happens. Thank you for listening. This has been The Weird and Suspicious. Thanks for listening. If you have any stories that you'd like to submit, please reach out on Instagram, Gmail, or Twitter. Uh, Instagram and Gmail are both The Weird and Suspicious, and our Twitter is The Weird and Sus. Um, We monitor it and we'll read whatever you send. Uh, If it's a story, all the better, but we'll still suffer through whatever you send us. Yeah, we'll read it all. We may not respond or read it on the podcast. But just know, we'll read it. But it was read. Good night. Good night.